This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, just in case you don't know me. I am Pastor Abel. I am the children's director here at Living Faith. I have the greatest call in the whole world because I get paid to play. Um, Yes, I get paid to play. It keeps me in shape, keeps me young, and it keeps me, and this is what I'm going to teach on tonight, it keeps me teachable. It keeps me teachable. Um, If you're new to this house and if you've been here for a long time, um, this house is very special to God. This house is God's idea. There's a lot of history here that's very, very rich. We've had a lot of anointed people come up here and speak over this house. If you, don't, if you don't know the story of Pastor Barry and Pastor Joan, they, they left their home and came here. They said yes to God. There's a foundation on here that, that maybe you don't see. It's Jesus. How, how imperfect we are in your eyes, I don't care. We don't care. We're, we're growing. Like I said, it's, it's not about you. <laughs> Just in case you don't know. But um, about 10 years ago, uh, a man stood up here um, that I admire. Um, how he got here, it's, I think it's a longer story than I know. But James Maloney came here. Um, very powerful man. A very anointed man. And I was telling Pastor Babette this. Um, if you ever want to have fun in prayer, pray with Pastor Babette. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but he stood up here. And it was amazing. Because it's on YouTube, by the way. Look up Trance of God, Living Faith, James Maloney. And he stood up here. And he got here, and you can tell he was kind of overwhelmed. He thought he was coming to a normal church, and then he kind of, you had kind of seen his facial expression, like he wanted to prophesy over the area. Then he's like, no, this house. And he says, I'm going to speak prophetically right now. And everyone kind of went, ooh. And this is what he spoke about this house. He said, this house is here. If you want to know why you're here, and I mean if you're called here, if you don't get peace here, find the peace. We, we bless you. Find the peace. Trust me. Trust me. You've you got to have a home. You've got to have a family. Pastor Joan has always said this. You can't know yourself by yourself. All right? That, that is huge. He's a family God. He's, he loves family very, very much. And James Maloney stood up here and he said this. He said, this house is called to teach this generation what it means, what it means to be in the spirit. I'm going to say it again. I know it's like, yeah, 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 spirit. Oh, don't worry. I'm going, to, I'm going to come after you in a second. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to say it again. What it means to be in the spirit, to live in the spirit, to walk in the spirit and not have off days. Just in case you don't know what that looks like, read your Bible. <laughs> Jesus was perfect because of the Holy Spirit inside him. That was the connection. Every step he took was because Father God told him to take. Every word, syllable that came from his mouth, he heard first from the Father. I heard someone say this. Don't get hurt by this. Get excited. If the Holy Spirit isn't everything to you, it's because you're all about you. 
just don't, 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 don't hide. Don't hide. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Trust me. Good news. Remember, good news. Good news. Just laugh. Like, ha good one, Abel. It's good. <laughs> no, no, this, this is, this is key. I don't want this to be heavy. I want this to be fun because all this is his idea. You see, I believe we missed it in this one area in this church. And this is what Holy Spirit gave me to speak on to you today. It's all about the Holy Spirit. If you want to love Jesus more, hang out with Holy Spirit. He's really good at glorifying him. In fact, that's who he is. You can't love Jesus without knowing the Holy Spirit. If Jesus really, he, he could have stayed here. You know that? He could have stayed here and said, I'll just keep walking with you for infinity and you could love me that way. But he said, no, 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 no. It's better I go. It's so much better that I go than he can come. He can come, right? John 14 and John 16. And he describes this person, this living entity called the Holy Spirit. He says, if I go away, he can come. And then that's when he goes off into what I do, greater works you will do. Now, the thing about walking in the spirit that I think we've missed it in are these three words. I got it. Or I know it. I never heard Paul say that. I heard Paul say that I might know him because he's endless. Today I'm talking about this one word called humility, humbleness, because without it, you don't get a relationship with the Holy Spirit. In fact, I'm going to tell this. How many of you think you know what grace is? Please don't raise your hand. That was a trick question. Please don't raise your hand. Because the Bible's very clear. Grace is poured out on the humble. Grace, the power of the living God, this gift is poured out on the humble. Now I want to talk about this word humbleness. And I'm going to use Jesus' words. So if you have your Bibles, go to Matthew 18. Now I think I've said this scripture probably every time I, I've gotten up here. And it's not just because I'm the children's director. It's just, it's such a powerful verse. Because this is what humility looks like. I think we, we, we get a distortion of, you know, humble is, it's not, you know, I'm not a worm, you know, I'm, I'm a worm of dust. I'm not, it's, it's, not, it's not that. It's not that. All humbleness is, is a desperation for him above everything else. A desperation for him more than anything else. That your desperation, sometimes you just skip meals because you're just so fascinated. That, let's just read it. Let's just read it. So the first thing I teach my kids, and I'm going to teach you just in case you've never heard me preach, is the first scripture I teach all my kids is 2 Timothy 3.16. 2 Timothy 3.16. And don't look at it. I'll just tell you. It says this. All scripture is God-breathed. That's what I first thing I teach my kids. That when you're getting in here, you're hanging out with a person. This is not a formula. This is not a process. Because what formulas and processes are really good at are making it all about you. This is a person. He is a person. So when I teach my kids, you're hanging out with a person. You're meeting someone that's endless, that never, never ends. That's why I never heard Paul go, 
Oh, I got it. Got it. Nailed it. I never even saw Jesus go, guys, disciples, I went to the mountain. My God time today, I got wrecked. I got wrecked. I never saw him do it. You know what those two men did? They demonstrated it. We are lacking demonstration. I've heard many people, where's the power of God? Who's the Holy Spirit? Do you know him? Is he everything to you? Who is the Holy Spirit? And don't say I know him. I'm going to throw my shoe at you. So let's read Matthew 18. This is verse 1. So I'm going to start. Let's start in the message. I'm going to start in the message, and then I'm going to move to the, um, to the passion. These are my uh, dessert Bibles, I call them. I brought three Bibles today. You guys are so blessed. It's good to see you guys in here. It's good to see my friend Taylor here. My Taylor and I talk about the Word of God. Him and I, we used to read Romans out loud in the message. If you ever want to like, have fun, just read it out loud with a partner. But he says this. About that time, the disciples came to Jesus asking, who gets, listen to this word here, who gets the highest rank in God's kingdom? Who gets the highest rank in God's kingdom? I love this translation. Look at that word rank. Let's stop there. What does rank do? What does rank say about you? Power, what you can demonstrate. The higher rank I go, the more influence I have. Not only that, but the higher rank I have, I get to go into places that other people can't go. I'm invited into secrets that no one else knows. That's what rank does. So here Jesus is saying, you want to know who has the highest rank, who has the most influence, who I'm going to give all my secrets away that no one else knows? Let's keep reading. Here's the answer. For an answer, Jesus called over a child whom he stood in the middle of the room and said, I'm telling you once and for all, that unless you return to square one and start over like children, you're not even going to get a look at the kingdom, let alone get in. Whoever becomes simple and elemental again, like this child, will rank high in God's kingdom. Now I'm going to read in the Passion because he says this. Jesus called the little one to his side and he told them this. Listen to his words. This is Jesus' word. Jesus says this, learn this well. Jesus is telling all of you right now, learn this really, really well. You want to rank high in God's kingdom? This is in red. Learn this well, he's saying. All of us, learn, learn this, what I'm about to say, well. Learn this well. You need to learn this really, really well. You get it? I need you to learn this really, this one truth, really, really flipping good. Like you, you need to just want, learn this. This is, um, he's, this is red. This is, he's telling you, I want you to learn this because your rank matters to me. I'm, rank is important. Because without it, you don't get any demonstration. You just, yeah, 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 I got wrecked by God. Prove it. Learn this well. Unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become teachable and learn about kingdoms, about heaven's kingdom realm with the wide-eyed wonder of a child, you will never be able to enter in. With the wide-eyed wonder of a child, you will not be able to enter in. And then he says this. This is what I want to talk about today. Whoever, remember, learn this well. Here we go. You're, you're gonna, you need to learn this well Got it? Whoever 
continually, say continually, say continually, thank you. Whoever continually humbles himself to become like this gentle child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. Whoever continually humbles himself like this child, this gentle child, will rank high in my kingdom. Will rank high in my kingdom. I encourage you to watch children. This is what pride looks like today. Because the opposite of humble is pride. Because some of us, including me, are in here like, I don't struggle with that. I'm pretty humble. I'm pretty humble, right? Like if I were to gauge myself, like, I'm not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I don't like, you know, kick on poor people. I'm like, I'm not bad. I'm, I'm not bad. This is what, this is how pride, I believe, snuck in the church. This is what it looks like. Tomorrow's Monday. How many of you already have your day planned out? How many of you know what's going to happen? How many of you every Monday has looked the same for the past, I don't know how many months? Why haven't you involved the Holy Spirit? There's this person called the Holy Spirit living inside you. He lives there. He will never leave. He's a gift. He's a gift. If you're born again and you ask for the Holy Spirit, he's there. He lives there. Do you know him? Are you moved by him? Does he know about your tomorrow? Or are you all about you? Do you see this? Why does Monday look the same? I'll tell you why. This is why my Monday has looked the same. Because I got it. I got it. I know it. I know my Mondays. I know what Mondays look like. I got it. And I wonder why I don't see the power of God in my day on Mondays. Being honest. Because I got it. I'm not wide-eyed wonder anymore because I got it. What I got it and I know it says, Holy Spirit, get in the back seat. Thank you. Yet Jesus was perfect because he was in constant communion. And you and I have the exact same thing. In fact, even better. See, what we're trying to do as a church sometimes is we're trying to be more like Jesus. Jesus is not your ceiling. He's your floor. Every morning, your worst day is, I'm the same as Jesus. That's what his blood has done to you, which should make every day flippin' exciting. You're not trying to be more like him. You already are. Not because of what you did, but because of everything he did. Because of everything he did. And anytime if you think it's about you, you'll get into formula. And you'll get into religion and you'll muscle it up and there'll be no demonstration. In fact, I know for a fact then you struggle with guilt, shame, condemnation. And you probably get worn out, burnt out, tired, stressful, busy. This is how you know you're walking in the spirit. Inconvenience brings you great joy. Red lights bring you great joy. Flat tires bring you great joy. That's what I see in Acts. Paul and Silas are preaching the gospel, doing God's word. They nailed it. Do I get applauded? No, they go straight to jail. They're like, awesome, happy birthday to me. Let's start singing. And then there's an earthquake. 
every second they understand that this guy in me is never, ever, ever leaving. He's never leaving. When I miss it, he's never leaving. When I sin, he's never leaving. When I miss it completely, he's never leaving. He's never leaving. Some of us are still trying to make our mind up about God, which is okay. I'm here to tell you he's made his mind up about you already. He's in you and he's not going nowhere. Because he's a father and he's the perfect father. He's not leaving you. He's in there as I speak to you. Maybe some of you can feel him right now for the first time. Demonstration is how do you hang out with the Holy Spirit? That is what walking in the Spirit is. is How do you hang out with the Holy Spirit? Because each one of you needs to emulate something different. There's a reason we're not all the same. There's a reason I'm 6'2", 270, don't judge, and wear size 15 shoe. Uh, this was God's idea. This was God's idea. I don't know why, but once again, it's not about me. He made up his mind about me. Every strength that you get has to come from the Holy Spirit. If any strength you outpour is you, you will get burnout. You will get tired. How many of you have felt that? Has anyone ever tried to muscle up holiness? Well, be holy today. Oh, gosh. You might, as well just, you might as well just dig yourself a hole and lay in it. Like, you might as well. You might as well. Can, can you please go? Uh, we're going to go to Matthew 11. And I'm, I'm going to preach in the message today. I love the message Bible. Taylor, I think of you when I, when I read my message. I, I love the word of God so much. When I met God, it was never hard for me to read this. Because I, I, I realized right away that this is a person. If the same scripture gets boring, you've made it about you again. <laughs> just saying if the same worship song gets boring to you you've made it about you again i'm telling you it's that easy it's really the gospel is very easy it's very easy so easy that's why when you hang out with the holy spirit you know what he does if you're gonna have to read john 14 and 16 he magnifies christ in you the hope of glory he glorifies him that he reminds you like no i murdered you it's not about you Oh, thank you. Yes. Can I sit in the front seat now, Abel? Please. Yes, please, because I don't got it anymore. I thought I had it for a long time, and I'm hitting wall after wall after wall after wall after wall. I don't have it. I got really humbled during COVID because I thought I got it. And so what I did was this. I got along with Holy Spirit and I just did this because I know my Bible. I know he's there. So I did this. Holy Spirit, I'm able. It's nice to meet you again. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to begin? Because it's not working. I, I, I could quote grace left and right. I can quote you Romans. I will have you on your knees. Because I think I got it. But it's not about what you got. It's about who he is. Do you know him? Is your strength coming from you or from him? I don't got it. I don't know it. I'm standing up here as a pastor. I I don't think I know what grace is. 
I'm a pastor, right? Isn't that sad? Paul never said he knew. Yet we're taught, hey, I know it, I know it. And then we wonder why we don't see demonstration. Matthew 11, I want to go to, where am I going? 11.28. Oh, I love this in the message. This is what Holy Spirit, remember every word, Jesus, every word in red, I think sometimes we go, we, we like, with the Trinity, how many of you, the Trinity can be confusing? Am I talking to Father? Am I talking to Son? Am I talking to Holy Spirit? Am I talking to my leg? Like, who am I communicating to here? Like, I know you're one God, but to me, that's the funnest part. I don't know. We're, do you understand that? Even that, some of us like, I've heard this a lot over COVID. What's the answer? That is a fleshy question. Religion wants a formula, wants an equation. God just wants you. He just wants you. The answer is not a formula. He just wants you. He just wants you. He just wants you. There's no formula. In fact, if you go back to to Genesis, you see what was introduced to Adam. It was religion. It was formula. It was the law. How can I get to you again? Other thing I teach the kids, sin is what? Separation from God. Did Jesus not die for all sin? So none of us have a separation problem. None of you have a separation problem. You have a I don't know him problem. Not knowing a formula, but actually knowing him. Not knowing like I got it, Romans, revelation, got it. And we get so satisfied with that. Demonstration. So this is, so these words in red, remember, Jesus only spoke what he heard, right? So guess who's also speaking? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. This same Spirit that is in you right now as I look in you that's going, keep going, Abel, keep going. I'm trying to get in the front seat again, Abel. I'm trying to get there. You're almost there, Abel. Keep preaching. Okay, you got a ghost. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion. Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Holy Spirit is saying work with me. Watch how I do it. Not you, not you, not me, not we. We watch how he does it. Not me, not you. We're, we're not here to, okay, I can do it. No, no, no. Holy Spirit say, no, 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 no. Once again, not you, not you. It's not you. Not you. Stop, stop, stop. Watch how, how I do it. Let me do it. Holy Spirit's like a child. Let me do it. But this child is flawless and perfect and powerful and is endless. And he says, let me do it. How many times in your day do you go, I got it? When you get in your car, How many of you go, I got it? You wonder why every car ride is the same. Every second is a day to get to know. Every second, for every day is another second. I can get to know him more and more. It's an, he's saying every single day, I can do it with you. I can do it with you. Please let me do it with you. He died so I can be with you forever. So please let me do it with you. My favorite thing in life is to play with you, is to do it with you. 
I hate playing in the back seat. This is getting really boring. I'm watching you play church, and there's no power. This really sucks for me right now. Watch how I do it. Watch how I do it. I'm going to be the Holy Spirit this morning. Watch how I do it. Please, watch. Stop it. Stop it. Watch how I do it. Watch how I do it. You're praying again. Stop praying. Stop, Stop praying. Watch how I do it. You're worshiping again. Stop it. Stop it. You don't know me. Stop. Watch how I do it. You love me because I first love you. Stop it. Stop trying to clean yourself up. Stop. Stop repenting without me. Watch how I do it. Watch how I do it. It's not about you. Do you understand this? We're in an amazing time right now, but I'm going to say it's a scary time. And if you have young children, if your children don't know who the Holy Spirit is, when they go away, I promise you, you're not going to like who they are when they come back. I just spent three years ago, four years at a college at Eastern Michigan, and I saw so many people transform and not in a good way. Not in a good way. If Holy Spirit's not everything to you, your kids will come back and you won't recognize them. They will compromise because they never actually knew the Holy Spirit. I saw people change everything about them. Not because it came from them, but because they followed what the crowd was. Oh, we're about this now? Let's be about this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, these rights. Let's be about these rights. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't believe what I saw. I couldn't believe what I saw. What I saw was like a little buoy in an ocean just being tossed around. It's simple. Your kids don't know the Holy Spirit. And no no condemnation. They're watching you. They're watching you. If you have kids, you sit down with them and you spend time with the Holy Spirit with them. You spend time with them. Let's just... Get, get with people. I, I, I had an amazing weekend this past three days. Um, could the leader stand up for a second, please? Could Nate? You guys, if you guys are here and you're a leader. So these are your leaders. Thank you, Celeste. Oh, shout out to Celeste. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to all of them. But these leaders, what this weekend was about was, do you know the Holy Spirit? And it was so many, it was beautiful the way these leaders led. And and what what Nate's heart is, he's learning like, Abel, this is awesome. I don't got it. He's got it. And there you get to see God move. I was in Celeste's group. And how he wanted me to get to know him was I drew. You can get to know him in everything. Drawing, arts, music, everything. Thank you, guys. What they're doing, like I said, these people and all of us, we're all in the same generation here. We're called to demonstrate to this world. If you're called to this house, you're called to show them what it means to be in the spirit. And that doesn't mean going, hey, man, I got wrecked by God today. My prayer time, poof, I cried. I cried so hard. I was on my knees. Look at that. Jesus never did that. He continued to walk with him. And every step he took was demonstration. Because he wasn't about him. Paul, God, you, you hear what Paul wrote and 
you hear his heart that he edified everyone above him. Even like you read Colossians, who he never met, writing from prison. You're like, God, he really loves these guys. He never even met them. Boy, does he love them. It's Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit. Do you know him? Do you know him? And the answer is never, never, I got it or I know. If you go outside at night and the stars don't take your breath away anymore, you got it. The star should be a reminder of, my God, you're right here. Holy moly. Did you breathe that? You breathe that and you're here? Holy moly. Are you sure you want to be here? And he's like, yeah, dude. How many times I got to tell you? And here's the awesome thing about him. He'll keep telling you. He'll keep telling you. He'll keep telling you. Celeste, and, and we had a question and answers, and she talked about how Holy Spirit really is a gentleman. And when you put him in the back seat, he's not going to force himself in the front seat. He gave all of us free will. You have free will. And how we're stopping the Holy Spirit from coming to the front seat is, I got it. How many of you Mondays kind of look the same? Honestly, just be honest, right? You don't have to raise your hand. Or raise your hand. Humble yourselves. <laughs> but this, this is not our ceiling. You need to understand this. This is your floor. This is your floor. And if you try to make that a ceiling, you've missed it completely and you've made it all about you. John sixteen thirty three. You should all have this memorized to remind you of where you start. Jesus says this, you're going to have trials, right? You're going to be, you're going to go through it. But guess what? Guess what? Don't worry. I have conquered the world. I have conquered sin. So you don't have to conquer it. I have conquered jealousy. So you don't have to conquer it. I have conquered your comparison problem, so you don't have to fight it. He's your floor. There's a reason Paul writes, our job is to be more than conquerors. There's a reason he's called to be more than conquerors. And you can't be more than a conqueror until you realize he first conquered everything for me. He conquered my addiction. He conquered my sadness, my loneliness. He conquered it. I didn't have to do it. He conquered it. He touched it. He did it. Abel, how do I start this? I'm going to say it again. What walking in the spirit means is this. How are you continually Hanging out with the Holy Spirit. I had an addiction problem. And how it broke was this. I had to continue to hang out with the Holy Spirit. Which was hard. Because it was like addiction. I fell. I don't want to do this and I'm doing it. I don't want to do it so I'm going to punish myself. Punishment. Once again that. You know, you, know, you know what that is? You just made it about you again. You're going to punish yourself. Why would you punish yourself? In God's eye, that's like the stupidest thing you could do. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I died for you. What are you, what, what are you punishing? Was he not punished for you? 
Was he not punished for you enough? Did he not die for all sin? What are you, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, sorry. But I, I went on this journey with God. Remember, you can't change. Listen to me, listen to me, please, please. Your kids too. None of you can change supernaturally, which is who Holy Spirit is, unless he touches it himself. Unless you trust him enough to actually let him touch it. Let him get in there. He has to do it. If not, you will, you will love religion, love formula for a while, and then you'll hit that wall like we all hit, yes? We all hit that wall. We all hit that wall. He has to touch it. So when I first struggled, it was like, all right, here we go again. Assume the position. Let's repent. Oh, this should be fun. Oh, I did it again. Thank you. You're my righteousness. You're my everything. You, it's all about you. Let me quote scripture. That's formula. No, no, no. It's, it's Holy Spirit, I did it again. Oh, my God, you're still there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is awesome. What do we want to do? Do you see the difference? You see what religion does, and is Pastor Dave here? He's teaching some of us leaders. We're going through this thing called John Maxwell's leadership. And he has a whole chapter on pride and not being humble. And you know what not being humble does? It puts you in automatic. For example, when I sinned, I was in automatic mode. Here we go again. Repent process, formula. A prideful heart means you're not teachable, you'll lose passion, and it's all about you. Oh, I'm just going to stand on it. This feels so I know. Thank you. He told me to stand on it. But um, he has to touch it. So you know what it was? Because I, I thought for the longest time, well, I'm going to get healed eventually because it's a process. It's not a process. That's a person. Loving my wife is not a process. She's a person. She's a living, breathing entity that has already made up her mind she's going to love me. Unless I don't make the bed in the morning. Just kidding. Do you see what I'm saying? He's already made up his mind about you. So you don't have to go to formula. It's, you're still there. You're still there. Okay, well, guess what? I know you're still there, but guess what? I don't got it. I, this thing is sucks. I don't got it. And he goes, good. <laughs> yes. Are you sure you don't got it? There's a reason the Holy Spirit is called the helper. How many times has he helped you today? Just in your heart. Just in your heart. Don't, don't, don't raise your hand. Or are you an automatic? Are you an automatic? Are you in? I know how to put it to drive. Has the Holy Spirit helped you this morning? Did you have fun with him this morning? Are you having fun with him now? As you walk away, are you having fun with him as you walk? Like, this is awesome. Every step Jesus took was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, here's the thing about the Holy Spirit. Matthew 6.33 says this. We all know this. First, what? Seek the kingdom. First, what? 
Seek the kingdom of God. First, Jesus says, Matthew 6, 30, hey, if you're single, right? First, seek the kingdom of God and my righteousness. And everything will be added to you. In other words, you won't ever, ever know the definition of worry again. If you first, if you first, this one thing first, if you, this one thing, learn this really well. If you first seek the kingdom. Romans 14, what is the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, joy, in the Holy Spirit, in the kingdom of God, the fullness is in the Holy Spirit who's in you. He's there. He's in there. He's already there. He's made up his mind. He's there. The fullness of the kingdom, more joy, more peace is in there. Not by formula, 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 formula. Rejoice always. Yay. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Formula. There's a reason one of my favorite psalms is be still and know that he is God. And I teach this to the kids. What that means is be still. And I love the way Nate teaches this. He teaches faith like this. If I have faith in that chair, I'm going to sit on it. So I'm going to sit down on it like, hey, look, look at that faith. No, no. If you have faith, demonstrate it. Look, this chair is holding me today. I'm not falling. There's the, there it is. So be still and know that he, where you sit, he sits. We all have to practice this. Where you sit, he sits. Be still and know that where you sit, he sits. That the fullness of the kingdom sits. And he's already made his mind up about you. He showed us that through the cross. So be still and know that where you sit, he sits. And I said he because he's a person. Ask him questions. He's a helper, comforter, guide, and defender. Have you asked him to help you? Have you asked him to comfort you? Have you asked him to defend you or do you need to defend yourself? That person wrote something on Facebook. I'm going to defend. Yeah, well, this is my thing. It's about you again. It's about you defending you because you think you're right. Jesus knew he was right, yet he was led like a lamb to be slaughtered and he did not open his mouth. He had the Holy Spirit defend him. If you have a loud mouth, it's about you. You're defending you. Stop. He loves to defend you. The Holy Spirit's greatest joy is to defend you. You don't have to defend yourself. If something comes and causes a, it's about you. Sorry, I'm so sorry to tell you. If you got stuck at three red lights and it's about you. I'm learning, oh, the boys, Alex, we're all learning this. We always say, I'm not going to be in a hurry. I'm not going to be in a hurry. I'm not going to be in a hurry. Even that's the formula, right? We can make that up. I'm not going to be in a hurry. Look, God, look, look, look. Look, look, God, look, look. Not being in a hurry just means I'm going to hang out with you. I'm going to walk with you. What are we doing? What are we going to do? What are we doing? What are we doing today? I mean, I know I got to go to work, but yeah, yeah. Like, what do we want to do at work? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What are we doing? Comfort. He's our guide. Where, where are we going? Where, where am I going? Or am I in automatic no, mode? I know where to go. Do you? You got it, huh? You got it? Yeah, we got it, right? I know where to go. Sunday, I go to church. How many of you automatically came here? 
Maybe Holy Spirit wanted you to go raise the dead somewhere. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, no condemnation. But you see what I'm saying? It's so easy to put in automatic mode. Jesus didn't do that. He was moved. Everything he was was with him. And we have that. And that's our floor. Isn't that exciting? If you're called to this house, you're called to demonstrate and interpret that to everyone out there. If you're called, if you're, you're saying living faith is my home, get ready. <laughs> because to go through that means he's going to do it the way he wants. And sometimes it's painful in a good way. I'll give you an example. Holy Spirit, humble me. Okay, I'm going to exalt everyone around you. And people are going to ignore you for a long time. It's going to be great. Never mind. <laughs> he loves using people. He has so much fun. He does that everywhere. Gideon, I'm going to have you defeat the Midianites. Awesome. What big army am I going to get? No, no, no. You don't need an army. You just need maybe a few and we'll give him a trumpet and some glass. It'll be great. <laughs> Can you see Gideon? I got it. I got it. I got it. We have enough, we have enough soldiers, God. God's like, oh, front seat. Here we go again. Gideon, is it working for you? You're, you're hiding in a wine press, buddy. I don't think you got this. I don't think you got this. I'm just saying, just, just maybe you're hiding in a wine press. Humble yourself. Maybe I don't got it. Which is exciting. Uncertainty is exciting because uncertainty is exciting for every person in this room because you have him. You have him. That's the exciting part. When you miss it, you still have him. How many of you have missed it this week, hopefully? Some of us need to miss it even bigger. No, I'm serious. You need, we need to miss it bigger because he's never going to leave us. means I should be bold. I should just try it. There's a reason we read about Smith Wigglesworth and these people doing amazing things. They hung out with him above everything else. Their life was a constant prayer means communion. Even, gosh, I swear, even prayer we go, I got it. I mean, I'm not knocking that. But even it's just like, wait, wait, let's just, let's just stop. Let's just stop. Just stop for a second. Maybe, maybe we don't got it today. Maybe we don't got it. Let's just wait. Let's just wait. Let's just, let's just ask him first. Because what I read in Acts 4.31 is when they prayed, the earth shook. I'm still yet to be in a meeting where that happens. When they prayed, it says the earth shook and everyone left with mad boldness. That's, that's our floor. Why are we not seeing that? How are you hanging out with the Holy Spirit? Or is it about you? <laughs> Got good news for you. He's dealt with you and you're so dead. Oh, gosh, read your Bibles. Read your Bibles. Oh, dang, I went fast. If you have kids in the kids' ministry, thank you, thank you. I'm the children's director, and I enjoy my job. So if you have kids here, I'm going to go back there and watch them. But I want you, if you can, just for five minutes, just sit. Just sit. And just know that he's there. Rafa, if you can 
take the lights out. There's no point of just playing church if, if you're not hanging out with him. This is dumb. Let's just go. I'm just saying. Right? Honestly. This is, yes, right? Thank you. There's no point. We're just wasting hours. I spoke to you truth this morning. That he's made up his mind about you. He's there. Maybe today is just, Holy Spirit, I, I think I've made it about me. Or just maybe it's just, Holy Spirit, I'm so-and-so. I know you're there. How do I begin? Maybe it's just, I just want you to sit there and just feel me. Just know that I, I'm there. If you have kids, please, I'm going to go back there. I'll go watch your kids and burn calories and love it. I just want to pray over you right now. So if you could just sit in your chair, if you need to get up and walk, if you like to walk with God, I go on walks with the Holy Spirit. That's my favorite thing. But just take this time. Please take five minutes to not be about you. Please. Before anything was ever made on this world, you were His. Before anything was created, you were his. Give him some time. You were his. And if you don't know him today, I dare you to close your eyes and just say, prove it. I dare you to come, Holy Spirit. So if we can just close our eyes. say this one last thing humble yourself become like a child if you want to be mature in here the exit's that way be a child again right now be overwhelmed by what the sun looks like what the stars look like what the fresh breeze feels like be overwhelmed Spirit, we just welcome you in this place. We set this time just to know you. So Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts this morning. Speak to our hearts. I'm going to be still and just know that you're there. Spirit, have your way. What do you say? What do you say about me today? What do you say?